When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's, uh, there are creation tools that I love it. it that allow it so you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays and anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah. Or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. What you got to do, it's so easy. Download the Anchor app, go to anchor.fm and get started. It is so easy. We love Anchor. Thank you for letting us do this. Thank you for sponsoring our show because again, they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things. So we say support them because they support us. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sklarbro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. one plaid, two lads. A.k.a. I was going to say short center, but jort center, but we're both wearing pants. Pants center. Green sleeves. A.k.a. twin brothers bringing fans together from across the world to watch in anticipation as Trump hopefully gets hurled out of the White House. That was Sarah Dunn. She's not even American. She's not even rhyming. A.k.a. choosing kosher meals not a plastic bag of eels, Brian Matega, Mateo Venegas, and then AKA two pals in your ear canal warning you about Zoom. Don't let it cause your doom. That's Kristen Kim. Look at who's jumping into the action. We got new people jumping in the fray. And I want to give a shout out to Old Zealand. Let me just say this. Old Zealand, Mike Huddletron, Huddleston, H, AKA Huddlestein, AKA Huddletron. Uh, we did... Our buddy Scott Rogowski, he's our very close friend, the former uh, host of HQ Media, HQ, the trivia, trivia, the game show, uh, as well as he's on um, DAZN. He did his show. He was on DAZN. Did, did a baseball show. With, show. A baseball show with Ed Invert called, uh, what was it? The Curve? Slow, trouble with the curve? Slow pitch? I can't even remember what it was. Quick pitch? Uh, quick, no, it was not quick pitch. It was like the curve, like the curve ball, like the, the, sli- the inside slider. I don't know what it is. Rogowski's amazing. His mom has MS. He did a quiplash game night game night thing, and Huddletron donated money to that thing. And he came to it because we told him we were doing it, and we mentioned it on our Twitter. And he came and he donated. And I just want to give him a shout out because I just want you to know it meant so much to Scott. 
And it says a lot about our fans that they would come to another show that isn't even ours and they donated money to a great cause. So Huddletron, we love you, buddy. All right, let's jump into this, shall we? Yes. Now, I have not yet seen Borat 2, okay, his new movie. I have not. I'm holding it. I'm saving it for a time when I need it. How about uh, tomorrow's Halloween? When this, we're drops, record, when this drops, when right. this drops, I wonder how many Borats will be walking Ooh, around. Oh, yes. That's a good Halloween very costume. Very nice. I like I like it. very nice. Did I ever tell you the time that I was at a party at yeah. my friend Dan Swimer's house? Dan yeah. Swimer, who works with Sasha Baron Cohen. Right. And um, I ran into my friend Jordan Rubin there, and I was yeah. talking to him yeah. just up the street from my house. Jessica Chaffin, the very funny Jessica Chaffin All of our was there. Friends. All these people were there. And Jordan Rubin, or Jessica Chaffin, I think, said, Hey, are you here solo? Where's your wife? And I had just left her at home. She was sleeping with the kids, and I just walked up the street. And I was like, my wife, hey, buddy. And I saw Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, like, <laughs> you just don't want to do a my wife right I next know. to him. And then we did that weird thing with David O. Russell that Sasha Baron Cohen was on. And we got to actually hang out with him on a day that he shot. And he could he not have been so cooler. Cool. He was so nice. And I saw and so him cool. a lot. Uh, I just saw him around a lot. So good dude. Uh, I'm, I'm, back I'm, po- I'm back pocketing the movie. The first one was hilarious. I went back the other night and rewatched the first one and I forgot how revolutionary it was. It was a comedy that felt alive. It felt nimble. It was a documentary, not a mockumentary. Real things were happening in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yet he was planning and doing things that were... And there was a loose storyline within God, it. it was so he was trying good. to capture Pam Anderson, I think was the... Yeah, uh, it was shot the, beautifully. Uh, you know, And I, it brought the country of Kazakhstan to the forefront. Am I right? That kind it of was did. a thing. It, because what do you know about Kazakhstan? Nobody knows anything about it. You didn't so. really know that much, uh, but it was interesting. And I guess... It's a place that it's never been and probably will never be again until Borat 3 right. comes along. So I'm holding out for watching Borat 2. I may watch it the night of the election in case I'm like, I can't deal with this anymore. I got to watch. You know, oh, what wait, I mean? is Kazakhstan in the news is what I'm asking you. Well, so it is in the news. It's, it's in the news in a really funny way. Okay. I'm enjoying watching Kazakhstan try and figure out whether to distance itself from the Borat franchise. Or lean into or the Borat of it all. Jump on board. Right here's the success. Here, or jump on board success. Here we go. Kazakhstan, which banned the first Borat movie. Wow, I didn't know that it banned the first Borat movie, has turned the film's famous catchphrase "very nice" into its new tourism slogan. Phenomenal. Just okay, great. Like that, you can't fight the ball. Don't lie. You what can't, are we saying? Stripper pivot, the strip club pivot, and the, the Kazakhstan. So in two thousand six, when it was cool to ban things, and you and you were high on your old hog. That's right. You banned it, and now you're pivoting. So you're he, adjusting. You're developing. You're developing your opinion on Kazakhstan something. has now accepted the attention that the Borat film has brought it, even if it's funny and maybe not true. We we'll see. Way to jump on the bandwagon, by the way, yeah. Kazakhstan. Which they did jump. They little. It was a little bandwagon. Is there anything more Kazakhstani than that? Than jo- they they are a, they're a nation of bandwagoners. I guess I think most of them travel by wagon. I by believe. I by, ho- by horse drawn bandwagon. bandwagon. That's yes. right. In 2006, the Kazakhstan government banned the first Borat film and took out four page ads in various newspapers to refute any, many of the quote unquote facts right. about Kazakhstan in the film. Which Untruisms, de- they which said. Which depicts them formally as a formerly Soviet Union country, as a place where women are kept in <laughs> cages. Prostitution is a primary industry, and anti Semitism and homophobia are rampant. By the way, 
All of all that, that may be, be true. true. Okay, all that I know be they're saying they're taking out the fact that they're taking out ads to refute it doesn't necessarily mean it's not true. Well, it kind of also shows that they got all the comedy points within the movie, showing that they totally got the comedy right. Yeah. Like Greece, it would be like Greece coming out with an ad claiming that Windex isn't an old Greek remedy for every ailment that you have because af- of my big fat Greek, that's Greek right. wedding after right. that movie came out. But Kirat Sadvakasov, the deputy chairman of the of Kazakhstan's tourism board, said uh, that this time around the government was determined to keep its cool. Okay, right. this guy feels like he's just another character to me. He feels like he's just another character in, in the, the Sasha Baron right. Cohen. Oh yeah, I deputy mean, chairman of tourism feels way too small to be making any policy whatsoever. Well, right to me, or any public statements for that matter. But Borat three could be that he becomes the president, president of, of the of, of Kazakhstan. That would be unbelievable. Initial, or ambassador. The initially the decision was made to let it die. This quote: "To the decision to let it die its natural death and not respond." Uh, he said regarding the release of Borat 2 on Amazon on October 23rd. Let it die its natural death and not respond. That is such a Kazakhstan That's way. Such an Eastern Bloc way. Just let it die. We, we you die. Let, we let die. We Please let, let die. We let die. I mean, he has. A, it, I bet people say that in Kazakhstan all the time. He's got a decade left on his life. Let him die. Let it, let it let die. Let it die and it's done. But thanks to a savvy pitch from a couple of fans, the tourism board reconsidered and decided to adopt one of Borat's most famous catchphrases. Very nice. Very nice. Kazakhstan should, in my opinion, put that phrase on flip-flops, start making them. Very on one, nice nice on on the the other, other. and start selling flip-flops. This is the greatest flip-flop ever. Very nice. It's a very nice (laughs) flip-flop. You like? It's very nice. You like? In COVID times when tourism uh, spending is on hold, it was good to see that the country was mentioned in the media. Okay. Now so, they're leading in. There, that I was love what it. You needed to do. Way to take the publicity when it's handed to you on a gold-plated, not real gold platter. And then he said, not in the nicest way, but it's good to be out there. So he's, he, gets, he knows he, what's going but on. But I mean, come but, on. Right. We're t- we're, look, we're talking about Kazakhstan. They should say Kazakhstan. We have a great sense of humor about ourselves. Right? Know what that. if they said that, Jay? What if they said we've got a great sense of humor about ourselves, therefore we love when uh, we're being memorialized in a funny way, which is totally not true, but we love it. What it's, if they took it's that? It's how you say very nice. Boom. You get the joke. Very nice. Very, very nice. nice could be sarcastic. Yeah. You guys treated us very nice. And then you're like, do we, are you being sarcastic? I mean, we love the guy and sub, subsequently the country if they took on that thing, but this would never happen. No, no, no. They're not going to go Because that far. I would contend that this is why, and this is why the movie is so great. These people don't have, and I say these people, I mean, most people in Kazakhstan do not have a good sense of humor. Right. This is going to be my hot take. Right. This is my contention, that they do not have senses of humor in that part of the world. Maybe it's the weather. Maybe they've been under the thumb of the Soviet Union. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but- a sense of humor is a luxury that you More- have when you're not worried about your daily survival. Or you you'd heard about senses of humor in concentration camps. It existed. I'm yeah. just saying that, like, this is not their attitude on life. Is it's going to be hard? We live in war torn countries. My plow doesn't work. The ox is being a jerk. The, my wife is being a jerk. My husband's being a jerk. The kids aren't being cool. There's a lot of screaming. We're eating borscht. Everyone's mad. Yeah, the food is bad. No one has any money. There's no real fun to be had. The water to drink. Maybe that is what there's no humor in the water. Now, right. there's I'm not, not a lot of observational comedy flying around Kazakhstan. No one's like, don't you? What's the deal? What with is oxen? deal with oxen and things? Who are? That'd be great if there was an observational 
Kazakhstani committee. Right. Who are ad wizards who came up what with... What is deal with this? No, but I'm going to make a statement here that might sound crazy. And I know that Kazakhstan and Armenia are 1,200 miles apart. But it's the same distance apart, approximately. It's less than... L.A. to Austin, Texas. Okay, okay so we're fair. talking about it's not that far. It's across the sea, but it's in the same area same of the region world. region of the world. All right. Now, it has been documented that Jay and I are on Jenny Craig. My Jenny Craig office is in Glendale, California, right next to where I live. It's in a very Armenian part of town. It's in a strip mall. I go to pick up my food once a week at this thing. I go there. And there's a veterinary place there. It's a strip mall. There's a couple of other stores that are weird. There's like a computer store that you're like, are you? They just fix compact computers and like computers that you've never even Commodore 64s. Outside, standing outside is a group of Armenian men. All of them are wearing sweatpants. All of them are wearing sweaters. dress shoes and sweaters or polos that look like they haven't been washed in three years. There, there's like a long hair across the chest of the thing. And I know it's not theirs because they're bald. Right. No one's shaved. Everybody's standing there drinking coffee or smoking. No one's wearing a mask. And no one is laughing. I've been there for six months, once a week. I see a group of people out there. I've never seen one of these guys even break a smile. They're talking the whole time. They're talking with each other. I'm hanging out. I'm waiting for my food for like 20 minutes. I, while she's get putting it together upstairs, I look down. Not it's telling. One, it's telling that they have not laughed. Now, one person is laughing. So I'm saying these people don't have a sense of humor, which is why this whole thing, the movie works in my thing. Okay? Based on my Jenny Craig food experience, this is what it is. I buy, I buy it. According to the New York Times, the idea to create tourism ads based on the movie came from Dennis Keene. Who? You know, Dennis Keene. A Los Angeles transplant who first came to Kazakhstan on a summer exchange program in 2005. You knew it wasn't a person who just grew up in Kazakhstan. No, no, no. came up because of what I just laid out for you. They're not funny. He's now married to a local, hosts a travel show on local TV, and runs a business offering walking tours. Dennis Keene. Dennis Keene. Dennis Keene is- Keene on Kazakhstan. Is that the name of his show? It should be. I'm kind of, he, he said, this is quote. Peachy I'm, Keen? He says, I'm kind of like the American Borat, Keen told the New York Times. No, uh, you're not. No, you're not. No, I, you're not. I, I'm sure that that type of comparison is what you really want to make, Dennis, but you're not. You he's left funny. LA. He's, this, we're talking about the most, bri- one of the most A British comedian <laughs> who has now gone to America and succeeded. Yeah, he's one of the most brilliant comic minds ever. You're a guy who probably, I'm going to assume, couldn't make it in the entertainment industry in Los so Angeles. So you went to Kazakhstan. And you now have a show on, yeah. on Kazakhstani TV. That's what it is. And the, as the owner of a tourism-based company during a global pandemic, Keen said he had a lot of time on his hands. Yeah. By the way, who's going? Honey, we should go on a trip. Where Where do you want to go? You want to go Greece? You want to go to Italy, the Amalfi Coast? Those feel so where you relaxing. Go? Do you want to go to Mallorca? You want to go to Lisbon? All that sounds so where relaxing do you wanna go? beautiful. Ireland, tour Can the... We- Cal- can we go to a war-torn country? Like where? Where would you like to go? Something that's depressed. Where would you like to go? Kazakhstan? I think it's going to be hard to get uh, in. Yeah, I think I there's mean, I so know. many people who it's are- their season. Keen said he had a lot of time on his hands. He didn't want, and he didn't want his newborn son to be ashamed of his home country when he grew up. All right, now I love the guy again. I'm All sorry right. I ripped on the Solid. guy. Solid, fair. Okay. When the trailer for the film, which was shot in secret, was released late, in late September, Keen and a friend, Yermik- Utemisov. Yermik is his friend. Do you remember? So our dad 
our dad, Richard Sklar, when he was alive, may he rest in peace, uh, was the type of guy that knew everybody. And our mom's mother, our grandma, Sally, who grew up in Poland and lived in, in a Poland, little town, in a small town in Poland, and came to America, emigrated after the uh, World War II. She used to call our dad because she thought our dad knew everyone in town. There was a guy who lived in her town in Poland who knew everybody. He wasn't the mayor, but he was like the unofficial mayor. And his name was Yerky Clark. Yerky Clark. It's like best name ever. Yerky Clark. So she used to call our dad Yerky Clark, which is just a hilarious name. So I look at this guy's name, and that's the first thing I thought of. Yermik you Temisov, they pitched tourism ads featuring the slogan, Kazakhstan. Very nice. I like it. Smart. To the it. Board of Tourism. Once approved, they quickly shot four short spots featuring the slogan for free. They didn't get paid to do it. Come on, guys. You got to pay Kazakhstan. these guys. Why are they going to pay him? He's got- Pay him a horse. Give him a horse. He's got a mouth to feed, for Christ's sake. The spots depict Kazakhstan's natural beauty, local traditions, yes. and regional cuisine, with okay. people in them noting that they are very, very nice. Very nice. This is what we're talking about, guys. Break through the laugh ceiling. It's a laugh. You know I that? love it. I love this story. I love this I guy. Love this I love guy. this story. Dennis, I, come on. Dennis, my man. That's the first story. There's so I our love first, story. I, first I love, story. I love him. I love what he's going for here. I love that. To me, like this is when art, life imitates art yeah. almost. The art, the, the, the tail wags the dog here. And to me, if I'm Sasha Baron Cohen or anyone in his camp realizes that this is caught back on within the country. I think that you do a video with this guy you and your to. Mac, the Yerky Clark of Kazakhstan. That's our first story. When we come back, uh, great story because it's all about faking it till you make it. The worst fra- phrase ever. A phrase that I hate. It's on the other side of the break. This is Glover Country, the virus edition. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Well, we're barreling towards the election. Yes, we and are. And the stress is on. The oh my unknown God. is on. The yep. anxiety is higher. It's all there. We're anxious, okay? We have lots of things to be anxious about in our daily lives. Now add on the problems of the world. If you're, if you're feeling overwhelmed, we are here to tell you we are right there with you. Yep. And most people are right there with you. And our friends at Talkspace, which I'm is so online happy therapy, they're sponsoring us. They are trying to find a way to bring therapy to everyone at an affordable price. I that is it. their mission, and I love them. Uh, they want to connect you with a licensed therapist from the comfort of your own device. You reach out 24-7 whenever something's on your mind. Unlike in-person therapy sessions, Talkspace gives you 24-7 access to your online therapy room. You can send unlimited messages, as we said, to your dedicated therapist, and they will respond daily five days a week. And best of all, an entire month of Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person session. Think about that, you guys. Times are tight. Money is tight. And this is a way to get to talk to someone many times. Get get out there the thoughts that you have all week long. As they come to you. As and they then, come to you. And, and Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists that special in over 40 specialties, including anxiety and yeah. depression and relationships and many more. No matter what, Talkspace will find 
find you the perfect therapist for your goals. They're on a secure platform. Uh, they're private. Use all the latest encryption technology so all of your client information stays uh, concealed and yours. Uh, and the bottom line is we all need someone to talk to yes, right now. We that, we, we've gone over that. We understand that. Talkspace wants you to get the support that you deserve at a price that we all can afford. So tell them how to do it, Jay. As a listener to our podcast, you get $100 off your first month of Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app and make sure you use the code SCLAR and get $100 off your first month. And that lets them know that we're the ones that you sent them. And that's the best way that you can support our show while you're supporting yourself. That's SCLAR at Talkspace.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, we got a week. A week from tomorrow night is the live Dumb People Town with John Hamm and the band Tennis. Tickets are going. Uh, I Let's be- fill it up. Let's fill it up. If you want something fun and you, you're like, the election is going to stress me out so much and we know it's going to stress a lot of you out. This is what you can do and look forward to on Saturday. Say, screw the election. I already voted. I probably won't know the answer. Won't know the answer. It's going to be frustrating. I'm going to be mad. Let me get to Saturday when I can watch John Hamm, Rand, Jay, Dan, the band Tennis. It's going to be amazing. Eventbrite.com. Look up Live Down People Town. Get your tickets. We're going to announce who's it, who's going to be the next one in December that we're going to do our sort of Christmas show, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, At that show, it's going to be a blast and just join the party and you can do it from home and it's like a night out in your own house. It's fantastic. Uh, Also, YouTube page, YouTube, Sklarbro Country, look it up, subscribe. And our Facebook page, if you just go to and look up Sklar Brothers, you can like it and like our page and you can see all the videos. We're putting up new videos with extra content and extra sort of commentary. It's so much fun. All right. I hate the phrase... Fake it till you make it. Don't it's you an awful hate, phrase. That's the a terrible dumbest phrase. But it to me, why? Because it because it credits scammers. Right. It basically to me describes the entire Trump presidency. Right. Basically, it describes it. Faking it until he makes it. But then when the person makes it, then you got to go do the job. So which this she didn't want to do. So this is why Randy and I never wanted to switch places with each other when we were growing up. This is it. Everyone's like, you guys got to switch, switch classes. classes, and we're like. Why? And then what? And then I'm in his class. So I faked it. Now I've made it. Now I got to go take his Spanish exam that I don't want to take. It's the dumbest idea. I'm not prepared for it. Just like Trump. Not prepared. He faked it until he made it and he wasn't prepared for it. And And now we're in trouble. And we all And then, of course, the worst thing in the history of the world, in recent history of of the world, worst public health crisis ever. And he faked it until he made it. He made it. And then four years later, a quarter of a million people died. Because someone faked it till he made it. Yep. The bummer is is that attitude of how hard can this be? That's the attitude. That's the attitude. The false confidence that fake it till you make Anytime it gives you. Anytime someone says how hard can that be, the answer is harder than you think. It's like going to a blackjack table and you see a black card. You're like, this is three cards. Let me sit down and do this. I can do this. And you sit down and you lose all your money in 20 minutes. And then you go to the ATM and you pull that money out and you lose that in another 20 minutes. Why? Because the people around you are actually good at it. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They take the cards that you would have gotten if they weren't there, but they're there and they're kicking your ass and you're losing they're not even against you but you're losing and that's it you think it's good because all you got to do is all sit the down people and who are the like cards. i'm funny i could do stand-up comedy everyone around my office says what? it's just two stand-up. steps up to the stage right there you know what those two steps take 10 years to get up those two steps it does you can't just do it there's maybe, no shortcut there's no shortcut maybe you get on stage but can yeah you can make your friends and your family laugh can you make strangers laugh probably not probably not you probably will not do that so faking it until you make it is 
is just it just describes making it up to that point sustaining it you can't do it if you faked it fake it till you make it is and is another way of saying i underestimate what how that difficult is. this is yeah here we go a littleton woman allegedly impersonated a hillsborough county prosecutor when she filed bogus documents with court officials declaring that the drug possession and stalking cases against her had been dropped, and according to recent released indictments, I think it was her husband. Yeah, against her husband that were dropped, yes. Stalking and drug case against my husband. Oh, that thing, that was dropped, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw that, yeah. but that oh, who was- who am I? I'm just the prosecutor. The so... prosecutor that you've never heard of before. But trust me, that case was dropped. And I would know because I'm the prosecutor. The one you've never heard of before. You know the prosecutor? I'm the prosecutor, that's me. I prosecute things, and therefore I can tell you Obviously, from a prosecutor. I would know whether it was dropped or not. I am the prosecutor, the one who would have kept the case, but I chose to drop it. Lisa Landon, double L, 33 of Railroad Street in Littleton. She lives on a street that should be a railroad, but it's a street. That tells you she is a, a lion in tiger stripes. Railroad this, Street sounds like the place you get exiled to if you screw up on Sesame Street. She's from Railroad what Street. What was he doing? He was selling drugs on Sesame Street, so we had to kick him down to Railroad she Street. She tried to railroad the courts into yes. letting her husband go. Or Railro it sounds like a rejected Monopoly property. That's it. She now faces one charge of false personation of uh, person impersonation and six charges of falsifying physical evidence, according to the Hillsborough County Grand Jury. What do you think was going to happen? They were just going to be like, "Oh, you got oh, us. Oh, is it dropped? You okay. got us." Ooh. That saves us so much work because again, she thought this was going to be an easy call to make. Yes. She thought this was simple. These are courts; they don't look hard at documents. Why would they look? Look, at if hard I just documents? say, "Look, all I got to do is say I'm the prosecutor with confidence," and they have to believe, believe me. me, if I'm confident. They have to believe That's me. a great plan. Airtight. Airtight. The best thing in the world is someone who thinks they're smart and has all the confidence in the world, but really what they're saying is dumb. I wonder who, where we got that from. The indictments allege that London, Landon submitted the fake documents in three different court cases last November and December. In several instances, she used the New Hampshire court system's electronic system to file the documents. Yeah, nothing to see here. Charges drop. Drop There's, them up. There's no way in hell that you just file it electronically and that's it. That cannot be the system. There have to be other things in place that, before they can just let someone go. That's because way too, the courts would never. These are courts. They 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 are mired. Have you ever been to jury duty? And tried to get out of it? You got to fill out a thing. You got to have excuses. You got to yeah. like, they make you come back the next day. It's you got to have balls to just even try and get out of that. And you're not even on trial. You haven't even been convicted of anything. In November, Hills County, Hillsborough County prosecutors became suspicious when they heard from a state forensic examiner who had been scheduled to perform a competency evaluation on Landon. Maybe it is her. It's probably or her Landon could be her husband. Yeah. There are systems in place that will alert people when you're supposed yeah. to be released. Someone's going to call up and be like, hey, I was supposed to go check this guy out and now it's saying that I'm not. It's so what, crazy. Do I go or do I not go? You need to tell me. That's it's someone so checking in. Isn't it crazy though that it got that far? It's crazy. I think it's crazy that it got that far to where a medical examiner is like, I got to examine this person. People are going to ask questions though. They're, if, yeah. you're, if they're assigned to go do something and then all of a sudden it flips, they're going to say, what do I do here? Why? Because they don't want to let something slip. They don't want it to, they, they have to take all the precautions. It's as simple can. as, hey, why are we dropping the charges again on this person? Just that simple question. You have people in place who it's then their it job to, to say that, that has to get answers. That's right. Things are in place that if, oh, I don't know, a person tries to scam someone out of there, it's not going to work. That's right. The file purported to contain a Noyle, I don't know what this is, dropped the charges filed by Assistant County Attorney 
Patrice Cassian, but it quickly became evident to the state that the document, as well as other documents, had been filed fraudulently. Yes. See, now this is interesting. A Superior Court judge, David Anderson, in a ruling said about this case, how did it quickly become evident? This is what I want to know, that it was fraudulent. Was it written in crayon? That's You, you never know if that's the way it is. Did 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 that word ain't appear in there? She probably used her real name. He ain't done nothing wrong. Well, you know mm. that's not a no. That's not a prosecutor who I said gotta, he ain't done nothing wrong. I, she probably was swearing in there. I got a fucking objection. All right, that's don't did the, file did that. Did the document brief. point out several times? And I should know because I'm the prosecutor. Right. That's when you know a person. Yeah. When someone has to constantly tell you how great they are. I'm a police officer. Seriously, I am the officer of the police. Why am, would I say that if I wasn't a police I am officer? A person who brings law and order, and I'm a police officer. Open up the guy's coat, and there's three kids standing on their other's shoulders, right. like it's BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Indictments allege that Landon also filed an order falsifying a decision of a, a retired Superior Court judge, this Jillian Abramson. This story is insane. So she got greedy. She got a retired. She did a retired person in there. You can't get greedy. But the problem was. When she filed it and had to pay for the filings, which normally, if you're a prosecutor, I think the state pays for those filings, right. she had to pay for them out of her own money, and she wanted to get reimbursed. So that's where she got really greedy. She wanted to get reimbursed. I'm filing this false claim. I should get paid back Why for Why do it. I have to pay for and a false claim? It. But what if she would have gotten them off if if only the reimbursement was the type of thing? That's you aren't. it. You got greedy. You were through the door. You got through the door. It's almost like sneaking into the Super Bowl and then being like, hey, uh, there's a problem with my seat. And you're like, where's your ticket? Uh, I don't have a ticket. Now you got caught. You were through the door. She was like, these courts are so dumb. Watch this. I'm going to get my money back for filing this false claim. Anytime anybody says, watch this, you definitely want to watch. Because what's going to happen is not what they think is going to happen. So whatever they think is going to happen is going to blow up in their face. Watch this. I'm going to do a backflip off a car hood. Nope. Not going to happen. Knock all your teeth out. Enjoy being paralyzed because that's what's going to happen. No, you're not. No, you're not. No. Watch this. I'm going to scare a guy who's holding a hunting rifle. He's going to think it's so funny when I get him. Nope. Nope. He's going to shoot you in the face. You're going to get a bullet through the side of your neck. He's going to dick chaining your face. Watch this. I'm going to tell everyone I have a bomb. They're going to love it at the airport. No, No, they're not. No one's going to love it. I hope you like metal bracelets. You're going to be in jail. You're not going to go on your flight. Watch this. I'm going to get my money back after scamming the courts for letting my felon husband go three. No, No, you're not. And now you're charged with a felony. Busted. And that's how it happens. Busted and down. There's a show, folks. That is a show. That is how we do. Have a good weekend, you guys. Stay strong this weekend. If you're watching college football, enjoy college football. If you have gonna- a have a safe Halloween, however you choose to celebrate. I know this isn't a normal Halloween. Open up a bag of candy and gorge on it in your Just house. Just go crazy. Dress up the way you want to dress up. And let's all think of hopefully next Halloween we can be back out in the world doing what we and do. And vote, vote, vote. If you got to vote, you got a plan, do it. Make that plan to get there in person. If you want next it. Halloween to be different than this Halloween, get vote. to those polls and vote. Don't make it scary or next Halloween. Make True. it better. Uh, stay connected. Stay protected. Don't get infected. This is not a hoax. But we've got the jokes. Wear a mask, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. A podcast network.